Yo, 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 welcome to the Trio Middle Nurse Podcast. Introducing first, Beanie Pirate. What's up? My man, Brave in the Bowl. What's good, y'all? And your boy, Out of Animal. Here on this podcast, we talk about pop culture, life stories, fun conversation, and we might have some special guests. We're Trio Nato Nerds, and we're here to say, Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? We back here. Do it like Albert. What's up, everybody? <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we're black. <laughs> we all back. <laughs> oh man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have a another big comic book movie review for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 that came out last weekend. And right off the bat, I will say this is the best movie in phase five so far. And four. I agree. I agree. Second best. Because four, I think Black Panther still is pretty good. And no way yeah. home is in four. Right? Yeah, it is. Okay, so. Phase four had best. a lot. Phase four, I was like, yeah, phase four was a lot. Guardians uh, three. Quick review, a uh, quick over, what's it? Damn, I can't, I forgot the word. Quick summary. There you go. Bring it off. Uh, quick summary. Uh, if you know, if you watch the other two Guardians Galaxy movies, you know that Peter Quill, the Guardians are uh, Drax, um, Nebula, Rocket, Groot, big ass, strong ass Groot, and Mantis. And if you watch the Christmas special, you know that they live in nowhere now. Is it nowhere? Yeah, it's nowhere. Yeah. It's the new one. Because they had to rebuild it. Yeah. That's right. Well, yeah, and, uh, and also, you know, uh, if you guys kept up with, you know, and you know that pretty much Peter lost Gamora. The team mm-hmm. lost Gamora. And, um, Got her back in Endgame. It will, <laughs> in a in a sort because she's a different timeline duplicate of mm-hmm. Gamora. So yeah, there's a lot there. But that was like right before the Christmas special. Uh, yeah, and come to Christmas special. Now they've added a bit more. I mean, Guardians two they added Kraglin, which he became the basically the new Yandu kind of just yeah. been and whistling. Arrow, uh, and also Cosmo the <laughs> Cosmo the Wonder Dog. I think the Wonder Dog, or just the Cosmo. Russian. Uh, yeah, Cosmo is based off of which I found this out the other day. Cosmo is character in the comic books and in the movie is yeah. based off the Russian dog they sent out of space and never came back. And develop developed abilities. Yeah. Like telekinesis, pretty. Yeah, and and I think telepathy. I think. Yeah, uh, telepathy. But yeah, that's how they talk to people. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's been like the change for the Guardians. Like the latest change. Like we've mm-hmm. seen the changes now as of the Christmas special. And then, yeah, like honestly, we've seen this story build of. 
these characters kind of becoming more than just who they are. They become a family and they're a group of losers, but mm-hmm. not like not people who are like <laughs> like trash or whatever yeah. like that, but they're people that have lost something. Yeah. You know, they come together and they save the save the galaxy. Yeah. Um and that's our, you know, quick summary. I thought it was a great nine out of ten movie. Uh I'll say eight point five out of ten. Um and you know, that's that's what I got for right now, but we're gonna spoil it after. I, I'll uh yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it a nine out of ten. I think mm-hmm. that at first it was an eight out of ten for me, but I'll give it a nine out of ten just because go go see Guardians three just because of it's it has heart, mm-hmm. humor, basically the stuff that one and two had in their appearances in any other movies. Yeah. Uh, like Thor four, also I forgot to include that Thor lost. Uh, uh my bad. I'm about to say the lost. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder. They were the first like ten minutes. And yeah. They just booted them away with whatever. But I'm okay with. Yeah. <laughs> like we're we're definitely okay with that. He does but, not uh, belong with them. <laughs> Mm-mm. As of Love and Thunder, honestly, like it was like just due to that. Because if yeah. Endgame, if Endgame gave us like anything with possibilities, like they could have went so. And I blame it on COVID, especially yeah. shaking up the order of the movies. Mm-hmm. Because Guardians Three was actually supposed to come out after, uh, before Thor Four, so James Gunn would have. I think he would have used Thor. Yeah, sure. yeah, he would have yeah. loved to play around with it, but by the end of the movie, he would have probably had Thor just go and set off into his own adventure, which would lead into Thunder. Honestly, but, I you know, as I think about it, I don't think Thor would have fit at all. If we would have went with this movie, Thor would have not have fit, like it wouldn't really. No, no, he wouldn't have. Yeah, I, I, I don't believe that he had penned the script yet. For Guardians three, like he was probably doing rough drafts, but he no, had to wait for. I know he had to wait for stuff to happen in Endgame because that's what he said in like the interview. He had to wait for Endgame to, yeah, already have been like because he needed to know the status quo of his Guardians because he didn't know if any of them was gonna die in there because mm-hmm. he was already like Infinity War. He already said he didn't like Peter Quill, yeah. <laughs> Doing that dumb thing he did in Infinity War, he's like, I wouldn't have wrote that him doing that. But. Yeah. Well, I thought, I thought he wrote this. No, he wrote this before Endgame because he wrote it and he got fired during Endgame. Wasn't that after? I thought that was after. I thought it was uh, before. I thought it was in the middle of it. I thought like Endgame came out and then he got fired like right after. Well, I thought it was around 2020 because 2020 was like around the time when he was doing, I know he was actually, yeah, it could have been the beginning of 2020 because mm-hmm. actually, no, you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah. You're probably right because I remember he was scooped up by Warner Brothers very quick and I know they couldn't shoot the Suicide Squad no. that quick. So, uh, yeah, that makes sense. That was, 
they couldn't find nobody else to direct that. I think that was what the dilemma was in 2020. They couldn't find nobody yeah. to direct and and they were still gonna use his script, but the actors didn't want to do it without him. That was the yeah. big thing too. Like the actors all protested that they wasn't doing it without him. And I was like, it makes sense. Uh especially when we get to spoilers, like James Gunn, if, it, if we had another director, it wouldn't have been like this. Like, Taika uh, Waititi was definitely in the running. He didn't even put himself in the running. He said, first off, yeah, that's James Gunn's baby. I'm not touching that. That's that's his. I'm like, I'll I'll th- I'll do whatever other project y'all want me to do. I'm not touching Guardian. Uh, he got fired in 2018. Hey, that was pretty early. Yeah. And they tried to find a person for that for like that's why Guardians 3 was gonna be after mm-hmm. like they pushed it after not just because of COVID but because yeah uh that's terrible. But back to the, the thing. So now well, we yeah. get we'll get back into uh spoilers talk. Um yeah so you wanna go ahead and start? Well yeah uh Guardians three is, and I had to go see this twice because I saw it. I saw it early, yeah, uh, like a week early, and it was definitely. I I I love that whole experience, but it was like, why did they want this movie to be shown that early? You know, like why mm-hmm. why get this out right? Um, and I'm like, I never, I could never get into one of those things because it's like very limited and you barely hear whispers of you know that that kind of stuff but yeah. I'm like this movie was special oh yeah the f- beginning of it well all the promotion teasers trailers everything rocket everything yeah. was just rocket rec- like rockets story and I kept hearing about oh, they're gonna search the rocket story mm-hmm. and uh First, first five minutes are basically you see raccoons in a in a cage and yeah, and reaching out uh, toward it, and you're like, oh, this is Rocket. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll be Rocket's movie. You know, that's how you can tell. Uh, even if you didn't hear about any of the other stuff, yeah. outside stuff that was going on, uh, and that's where you re- like. You don't, it doesn't register that, like, okay, Rocket is, Rocket is almost like a mascot. Mm-hmm. Second mascot, at least, like, to Groot. Because Groot is, like, the main, that's what yeah. people that's what, but, but Rocket is, like, second, you know. See, I think the thing is, though, what I liked about James Gunn is Rocket was never, I don't say he wasn't a mascot. Like, Peter Quill was more of the mascot, if you really think about it. What? I, Rocket was never a mascot in this because even if you go back to the first movie, the stuff that he said, the way he acted, he was never the mascot. Like Peter Quill at the end of the movie, we're skipping this a little bit. Uh, he said that he will, Rocket will make a better leader because he knew from day one Rocket is a better leader. Like oh. Peter is just, I, I, Peter was, he's not a leader. Like this Peter Quill, 
in this one, he's a like he is the leader, but he knows Rocket is better. Like him and Groot would have been on missions for years together. And it was the Here, Rocket was a, the reason why they all came together too. Here's my thing though, like the third movie, I'll say the the Guardians 3 pretty much makes you go back and think about that. Mm-hmm. But from the get-go, it's kind of like I, I don't think Star Lord is the mascot. I think he's more of like he becomes more of backbone to make them focus even though Gamora does that better than him yeah I'll say yeah. that like she'd be making them focus more but to make a plan come together like we don't go to Scooby-Doo for the plan yeah you know what I mean like yeah. that's why I'm saying like he's not to me he that's what I think of when it's the team mascot it's gotta be group and I get why you're saying like Rocket isn't the yeah. mascot type but I think that he, I think he represents the group in a way that is like Groot is more of like. I know he he can be different at sometimes, but he was like the little the little yeah. heart, the little he's the, the heart, li- yeah. yeah. So Rocket is that other side to the where they're the smartass, you know. Yeah. They're also a bunch of smartass, so that's what I. I expect from Rocket what I what I expected from him when I was watching. But in Guardians 3, yeah, they make it known that he is just and I mean we could go all over the place with this. Yeah. Uh, but it's like yeah, they they make it apparent to where it's Rocket is just that complete like he's much more complex than what he yeah oh yeah like. oh yeah yeah and i like uh that's why it's hard to even say that i don't think group i don't think they have a mascot like looking at all three movies if you really want to break down the mascot i don't think there's none of them are i think they all what makes this this when i was saying when we talked about earlier it's like i think there's the best trilogy in any superhero one any superhero show, all movies, all together, is because we saw like group grow. Like it wasn't the Scooby Doo moment where you have like, yeah, Scooby is the mascot of the Scooby Gang, right? And Scooby does his own thing, but he really doesn't come up with the plans. He's kind of just there sometimes. Where Rocket has saved the team, he's the reason why the team survived a lot of time. Um, just barely though. Just I mean, they they all just always just barely. Come make on, it. Uh, come on, uh, Guardians two. He didn't have to steal those batteries. Come on, uh, he <laughs> the one who he, he the one who 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 started all of that. Oh, one hundred percent. If it wasn't gonna be him, it was probably gonna be Drax because Drax was just being an asshole. Oh, one hundred. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, I don't think any none of them are the mascot, but. The ship is the mascot, to be honest. If you want to say mascot, it's like their ship. I'm I'm sorry, man, but when it comes to little kids, uh-huh. like with, with the kids and the youngins, they see Groot. It's Groot. So it's the Guardians coming. That's how they know. 
You're right. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like just because we because I get it. We're 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 adults. We gonna think that, but you know the kids that you know the younger the younger generation giant tree. Oh my god. Yeah. You know. So that that's all I say to that. It's not disrespect, but it's like it's more of like just record recognizing. Yeah. Easily recognizable, and that's what he. Um, I think the. The one thing I saw, I was watching a video of like Easter eggs and stuff. I it didn't click in my head until I like rewatched it. Was when he the opening scene when you see all the little tiny baby raccoons and he puts his hand into the cage. He puts his hand uh straight ahead, right? What they tell you if you go to any like you know, animal shelters or you want to pet an animal, you never put your hand out like that because it looks like a threat. So from the get-go, we knew that that was a threat just by his hand coming in. Usually you put your hand up, like, down or, like, lower to them so they can smell it. He just went in for the grab. Um, And then Rocket, you know, he was the one that kind of, like, got, like, got in front so he can, for, so he can, like, get taken away because I think Rocket was smart from the get-go. I think that's what made Rocket different, what we'll get to later, is like, it made him different because he was smart from the very beginning. Like, he knew to take me and not my family. You know, or not these other raccoons. Um, and then, you know, we, we get to nowhere next scene. Uh, and you got uh, uh, Peter. He's He's drinking himself into a hole because he's upset the whole time. I thought that was a good character, that character development of him. Like, he's still dealing with Gamora's uh, death and resurrection. Yeah. And she don't like him no more. He still doesn't get the concept of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's time displaced. So... Before she even met you, like, mm-hmm. it nobody gets that. It's like, oh, she doesn't remember. She's a different person. Yeah. Uh, and then you had Nebula. Nebula, I, I love her character in the three. Like her character has changed since the second the second film because one, her and Rocket been together for five years, and it was just them two for so long. Um, which you, if you really think about that's that's the impressing stuff is they all their friends are dead, they think, so it's just them two running around the galaxy trying to save it. Um, and then you got Groot is huge now, <laughs> dude is husky as hell. He's he's about Vin Diesel, um, he is about Vin Diesel, he's been <laughs> diesel size in his prime, not now. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Drax and Mantis are going at during that little brother sister argument thing. Uh and then we get a new character show up. Adam Warlock. What do you think of Adam Warlock? Uh <laughs> oh man. It's like I knew they were gonna do this, but mm-hmm. I knew they were gonna do this to him. And I mean, the actor did fine. The actor yeah, did yeah. fine. Like it wasn't his fault for anything. I feel like uh, I'm not saying James Gunn is is not 
good at writing, but it's just the Adam Warlock territory is just, you know, if you're not gonna stay faithful to any kind of you know anything, you know, did I felt like you probably should. I feel like, you know, I would have been fine yeah. if he, they had just had an android they sent to go get to go get Rocket. I was yeah. like, I, I would have been fine with that. He was funny, though. He was funny. I, I'm not going to... Because remember when Craglin, he he's like, let me summon my arrow. And then <laughs> he did... He, he freaking poked... Who threw that? <laughs> must, like, then he was like, must have been a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that scene had me crying from the get-go. And that's like, a lot of the jokes in this were so funny. It's so random. Yes, yes. Because he's like, because that's what I was like, my thing about James Gunn, and I do have high hopes now for the DC series. I said it. Um, James Gunn knows how to deal with humor in a way where it's not making fun of the person. You know, he we all in on the joke. like. And this person is also taking it serious. The fact that he got hit with this thing, he seriously turned. I was like, who threw that? A baby? <laughs> and it was like, what made it funny and compared to Gar- uh, Love and Thunder is like, you can see a serious person saying something that stupid because later on you realize that he's just a baby with God powers. Yeah. Um, And he's still technically because want to cat like we want to go back it was probably like guardians 2 was still 2014 2015 era mm-hmm. so uh even though the movie came out in 2017 but the timeline like 2015 yeah. um that baby's been that <laughs> adam warlock has been cooking since like for almost 10 years probably eight eight years yeah yeah so yeah, that's uh, he's like eight years old. <laughs> so it's like that's what I like. It it all made sense. Um, but he whooped those guardians' ass. I was like, oh. Uh, and the tiny yeah. callbacks and stuff were good. Um, Groot being decapitated and then walking around with the spider legs. <laughs> <laughs> My thing was with 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 that whole scene is. You could see that was the first instance of me being like, oh, my gosh, are they going to die? Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm like, well, this they a lot of them said that this was going to be their last one. So I was I was kind of like. Are they like this was the first instance of it? Yeah. Now, later in the movie, you're going to see like where. So that's why I don't get a outs. movie. This is why I don't get a movie 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, it was so many goddamn fake outs. I was like, you did that first, shit on purpose. When I, when I first saw, yeah, when I first saw it, it was the reason why I gave it an 8 out of 10. And that was like mm-hmm. annoying because it was like, wow, we kept having their lives on the line. And then they wouldn't be dead, especially Drax. Drax yeah. got the most of it. And I'm like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what, why you trying yeah. to push that, James. I get it. It's fake out, fake out, but. You gotta stop at one point, you know. Yeah, I don't think the the when we get to it, I don't think Drax should have that one scene when they got real emotional Drax getting shot. Or twi- yeah, twice. 
Because you guys asked I mean, if I go, had a we world. We can go all around this. This is not, I mean, this is spoiler territory. Now. Yeah. All around this. Shit. And then with the scene where Nathan Fillion, also the cameos in this is amazing because I know they're so random. <laughs> suicide, so Suicide Squad people cameos in there too. I was mm-hmm. like, Sneaking if you in peeped there. it, Rat Catcher uh, two, she was uh, the the girl who gave him. Uh, I think she was like the secretary girl or whatever. Yeah, he was trying to. The girl that got shot by Gamora is uh his wife. <laughs> James yep. wife. She came in there shooting. I was <laughs> because she was about to plead with her, like, okay, we don't have ah <laughs> she got I was like, Gamora. <laughs> I was the same as Starla. I'm like, Gamora. Now that's what, yeah, this movie, you could definitely say he was like the mascot. Because mm-hmm. he was speaking like he was like the audience there. <laughs> well, what the hell? <laughs> and then I love the scene where if you go back again, when Gamora first, when first time they saw Gamora and she's with the Ravagers, that's also a good ass story because we're getting comic book Gamora now. Because I don't think we ever got comic book Gamora. Like we, we like Zoe. She's such a great actress, and her Gamora was great, but it was very like a soft Gamora compared to like how ruthless she is. And then see when she just walks in and she pulls out a gun. He's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm gonna get answers. That's not how we get answers. She just shoots the girl in the lake. <laughs> She's just screaming out loud. I was like, Jesus. Hey, hey, any step further than I kill that guy with a carrot for a head. <laughs> that guy was... Who? <laughs> he looks so sad. Then when they left the room, he was like, Oh my god. <laughs> I thought I was gonna get shot. <laughs> um that was a funny scene. That whole Ogocorp thing, that whole, all those scenes in that Ogocorp thing, that was just, that was the cornerstone. That was like mm-hmm. the centerpiece of comedy right there. It was just too funny. Everything from that point to, the, to its ending was funny. Even the suits. And first off, the, the suits were hilarious. Um, they didn't look very functional. I was like, these don't look not, They right. was not functional. They just <laughs> floating in space. And then also, I, I realized something. Even watching it, I saw it twice. Even watching it again, Mantis falls on her neck multiple times. Yeah, you didn't notice that? I was like, bro, she's breaking something every time. <laughs> and it's that neck. I'm like, She oh, falls dude. right on her head. I'm like. Oh my God! This is why she's crazy. <laughs> she got ligaments, or like her ligaments have been met, like uh, 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 altered or something. Mm-hmm. Like, because when she was fighting, she had more flexibility. Oh yeah, when she was fighting too, yeah. I was like, oh, she doing neck throw? She doing the uh, Black Widow head scissor thing? Oh snap! Oh, we gotta talk about that end fight. Oh, that was I think that was one of the best Marvel end fights we have in a long time. Oh, what you mean? What are you talking about, man? You talking about that? Where they they had a hallway fight scene, the hallway fight, one of the, <laughs> the best hallway fight scene they had in a long time. Yes, um, they, they was trying to they was trying to do it in Captain Marvel. Nah. <laughs> Y'all just make me want Jessica Jones right now, or or uh, Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> um. But man, yeah, that was epic. That was great. Oh. That was just perfection. That was perfection. Like, 
even like that was that was perfect fight. It um, showcased all of their abilities. Mm-hmm. Like each one of them's abilities, very great. Like oh yeah, this is so everyone. Marvel, take note. This is how you should do the X Men. X Men fight scenes should be them working together, and you see some crazy ass combos in every movie. We should see different combos. That's all I'm saying. I need to see a speedball. I need to see Nightcrawler flipping and teleporting while teleporting someone else to be t- hitting with someone else. You're like, yes. <laughs> That's all I want to see is the X-Men actually, combo fights. You know what's funny? I actually yeah. want that in... I've always wanted that in... I've always wanted... Namely, the Batman... Bat family. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. all playing on each... They're all playing on each other like it's it's because uh, I'm like in in my in the world that's in my head. I don't know what's going on in there sometimes, mm-hmm. but it was like a DC fight scene, a Batman Bat Family fight scene should be all of them using their because they they they've done this before where mm-hmm. it'd be like side side to side, back to back, and night is night picture Nightwing, Batman, Batgirl, and maybe Tim Drake, Robin, or yeah. Damian Wayne, whoever. They're basically about to take out these uh, room full of henchmen. Mm-hmm. It's basically Batman uh, using maneuvers and him throwing uh, him throwing Nightwing around. You know, it's like <laughs> him throwing Nightwing around, you know, just to... And Nightwing, he could just be kicking and punching people, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, and he's a flop in the sky and he disappears and then you... You see him grapple somebody away, and now he's over there with Batgirl, who made her way over. To, you know, it's just like all that. I want all of that. Or a Justice League movie. I want to see that kind of stuff. Happen. See, I'm gonna say something. Hold on. I don't think it works in an Avengers movie or a uh, Justice League movie. I don't think we should. Do, I think we should keep it to the team. So, like the Bat Family, the Titans. Um, what other teams y'all have that are good? Used. <laughs> uh, Justice League is good. They don't work together. Them and Avengers. Yes, don't they work do. Together. They don't. Avengers two, Age of Ultron, the beginning of the movie. Are we just gonna forget about that? That was cool, but they they still were fighting on a separate like terms. They was all in the lane fighting each what other. What do you mean? When they, they were, were all the got lane. together, when they all got together for that group shot, because you know they did a whole bunch of shitty group shots in Avengers two. So they was like, yeah, and it was like Hulk was like this. Then you see Hawkeye with the bow, mm-hmm. and they all like, I was like, oh snap, they are cleaning these guys. But that's a lie. They were a lineup compared to this. They were in a line, and they all had villains to fight in that line. Guardians were just all over the place. They were flipping around each other, jumping around each other. That's a team fight. The Guardians and Justice League have never done a team fight in a movie. They have done their team is next to each other. You talk about Avengers and because you said Guardians. Oh, like, Avengers, you talk about Avengers, Avengers, Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. Sorry. Avengers and Justice League is like the Guardians are a family. You see that. So that last fight, you fully see the family. Even when they beat up the villain. <laughs> Who we should get to in a second. Uh, when they beat his ass I, at the I'll, end, I'll, I'll admit that that part that's not a you can't make that. You can't 
I don't mm-hmm. even think X-Men can do that. I, I was no, like, that's that, a family that's, moment. That was, <laughs> they all had a piece of them. That's crazy. <laughs> that's what happens when you fuck with someone. <laughs> when you fuck with a sibling, you got to go beat them up. Mm-hmm. I, I actually like that. I was like, yeah, you can't, you can't mimic that. I, James, don't, don't even try to do that with, with Justice League, because that'll just be like, only one of them needs to just, de- like, just to beat, <laughs> beat mm-hmm. the living daylights out of somebody. I would just say that when it comes to something like a Justice League thing, like um, I think it would look it would look good. Not it would have to be on an open an open uh set. They'd have to have you know mm-hmm. or something like that. They have to be more spaced out because they can't be enclosed like how Guardians Guardians they could get up close. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how they. I don't even know how he perfectly shot that with Groot in there because Groot is already big as hell. So how he gets in in on yeah. that is crazy. And just how I know it was spacious in the in mm-hmm. the fighting sequence that they had. I know it was spacious, but it's still the camera made it feel like it was still up close and personal. It was like so a, a one was single shot. shot it felt like. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, you can't you can't mimic that. You you can't. You gotta do if he does it. It has to be with the Titans, and we have to see the Titans grow. Why to you get keep to that wanting point. the Titans? They ended right now. Stop. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to think of a good family team as in the DC universe. Justice and League ain't is a, a good family team. What are you talking no about? Damn family. Did team. we did we watch a different uh, animated show growing up? Did we watch? They a different were barely a show? family. They, they were, were distant family. cousins. They were a family. They were cousins. Paul Girl and John were the husband they were and lovers. wife. <laughs> they were the husband and, and everyone wife. else's cousins. And then Batman and Flash was was palling it up. Him cousins. and uh, Superman was palling it up too. Cousins again? No, that's not. They, they was all, brothers. Even they in the original, brothers. you know, I'm gonna go back and watch Justice League because I'm telling you, they were all just straight up. Even cousins. before, even before that, the world's finest crossover episode where it's the Batman and Superman event. They developed Batman wanted to team up because he had partners at that point. He was like, you know what? I would like to team up. I don't yeah. know what's up with the animated stuff. In every animated anything, Superman is like, I want to work along. Like, but in the oh. comics, he's like, we gotta team up. <laughs> we gotta team up. Superman, we'll, like, bro. We'll get we'll get back to the Justice League. We'll, we'll talk about them when they movie drop. <laughs> and we'll talk about the X-Men when they flop. <laughs> Not too long from now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. We'll make it bad about this one. Uh, Ooh, anyway, all right. <laughs> anyway, back to the Guardians. Back the to the Guardians. Yeah, uh, that fight sequence was crazy. That yeah, that one and how they beat up the High Evolution. So let's talk about the High Evolutionary. What do you think about him? Great villain. Probably better ten. than all the other. Ones. Better than ten. all the other ones. Yep. I'm sorry, and I know everybody loved Ego, probably, and Ego was better than Ronan. Yeah. Yeah. But I gotta give it the high evolution. It was just he, his. It's not only like okay, he's evil, doing evil things, testing out. No, he actually had plans. He had like a whole thing mapped out in his head. But the problem was, was that he just couldn't get over somebody looking so 
misshapen and mm-hmm. they're not even a perfect specimen or whatever like that and bringing them down, but they have a great mind or there's an attribute about them that's so special to them. Yeah. That And I love that that lesson is, it's literally, it's him. Like, he's the lesson that you take from this movie that, like, that you learn from Rocket and him. Just, yeah. like, it doesn't matter. Like, things, people are good the way that they are. They they have something unique about them. They don't mm-hmm. have to all look the same. They don't have to all be, everything doesn't have to be perfect. And I love that they did that with this villain, having him convey that. Um, and, yeah, he was he was great. I thought it was good. He yeah, his mental breakdown. <laughs> but that's something that I think that made it great is that his mental breakdowns made sense too, because he was such a perfectionist, and I think he's the worst villain because you saw he did like he did stuff to these animals. Like we should definitely talk about Groot's backstory. I mean, a rocket's backstory. Um. And it's just the how he thought, which is like he did not give a shit about anything. He just cared about perfection. And the one scene that stuck out to me was when he was talking about how the, the earth is all messed up and all this stuff. And then Peter Quill was like, I just saw a octopus sell drugs <laughs> to some <laughs> other creatures. I was like, and then his face. This said it all. He just knew. He's like, "Fuck, I done fucked up again." <laughs> like, <laughs> it just the, his acting. His face was like, "What are you talking about?" And he knew. He at that moment he knew. Damn, I I really did fuck up. And I think he had the highest kill count in any Marvel villain so far. Dude killed a whole planet of people. Multiple planets. You said you said uh so far. Cause I mean so far. Come out from this point. Yeah. This okay. point on, uh he has the highest I say uh, he has body well, count. I almost wanted to say more than Kang, but I can't even speak for Kang because mm-hmm. he probably has killed many people in many timelines in many different worlds. I, I you know, that that's infinite. We we can't even go up there. Yeah. By a but, single villain in Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have time powers. He has the most kills because this dude killed. He destroyed that planet with everyone on it, and Aisha, the sovereign. I was like, "Damn!" Um, trying to start over. Mm-hmm. And that's what like, if you take him and then take his story, you just if you keep breaking it down, you realize he just he really fucked up, like. The scene where Rocket finally, like, it takes him a long time, but you you know why it takes him? Like, at first I was like, why does it take him so damn long to make that damn key to get out? Get out, go home. Uh, Like, Rocket sits there, takes, he knows, he's like, they all are going to die. Like, we all four of us are going to die. You know, Floor, Teeth, and what was her name? Lila. Lila. He said, we're all going to die. We need to get out of here. The high evolutionary knew that Rocket was going to do that. He waited. Like, he fully waited for Rocket to pull out Lila and shot her in the back because he's so fucked up in the head where he just, 
even when he was mocking Rocket and was just laughing, like I was like, oh, you fucking asshole. And then he shot Lila right in the back. And then his other two guns, other two bullets shot the other two. Well, yeah, remember the guards came in. Yeah. After he stopped freaking tearing his face apart, he uh the two guards came in and they started firing. They started mm-hmm. blasting. He got at them first. They didn't they know. Shot. I think if they understood what was happening, they probably could have got away, but they had no idea what was happening. Which makes it even yeah, more they sad. Couldn't believe, they couldn't believe that their tormentor, they had Stockholm. Because mm-hmm. it was like, they could believe that their tormentor would leave them yeah. to, to die like that. You know, to, to or, you know, leave them to their death. Damn. I was like, thinking about that, I was like, damn, that's depressing. Like, they, they did, just didn't understand. And Rocket was like, I need to. And then, yeah, let's, let's talk about Rocket. Because <laughs> that's that's the best part. We're, of the we're going we're we're going into it. Like yeah. once, once we talked about high evolutionary, it, it was gonna go into him. Um Rocket had the most emotional story in all of Marvel. This this whole movie had a very like Marvel's like James Gunn was like, if I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave on a good note. And you're like, yes, he did. Because Rocket arc starts in the first movie. The first time we see Rocket, that's when his arc started. Like Rock is secretly the the main character of this whole series. <laughs> um yep. because there's a scene in the first movie where he's crying. He's like, you don't understand what it's like. Right? He's like crying. He's like crying. excuse me. He's literally crying. Um and he's like, you don't understand. But he was so happy at the end of the first movie that he got friends. He was so happy. He cried when Groot died because that was like that was his Groot was probably his first friend after losing all his other friends. So then Groot dying, it broke him. But then he realized he still has other people. He's like, okay, I gotta trust these guys. So the second movie, you can tell he started to trust them. Right. And the lines that he had, it was like, I'm not a rodent. I'm not a raccoon. I'm not this. Because he didn't know what he was at all. Um, and that's why he's not Rocket the Raccoon. He's just Rocket. Because he didn't know what he was. He was just like, I hate everything. So they... Um, what's his name? Uh, 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 the first movie, Peter Quill's dad. Ego. Uh, not Ego. His, his uh, adopted dad. Oh, Yandu. Yandu. Yandu knew about Rocket. I think he, once he saw Rocket, well, he his always personality. knew. Yeah, huh? like, his personality, like, they were the same. No, no, he said something. He said, uh, he said, he was talking to Peter, he said, you don't understand what happened to him. Or, no, he said to the Rocket, he said, they don't care about you. Well, no, he was saying, he was, when he was talking to Rocket, he mentioned that you stole batteries you don't need. You you did this because you're this way. Mm-hmm. And because your mentality, me and you are the same. Like, the person who kept putting you back together, whatever like that, didn't give a shit about you. Yeah, just like yeah, my yeah. daddy who sold me for into slavery because he yeah. didn't give a shit about me. 
So he did, yeah, he did know like a little bit about him, but it wasn't like he didn't know high evolutionary was, you know, messing with him, nothing like that. I don't, I, don't, I think Yandu would have known about high evolution. I think everyone knows about the well, high he evolution. Have, he would have known he either. had a connection. I think to him. Yeah, no, no, no. That was um, and it was just like that's when you start you you getting it bit by bit. Like what is rock? What is up with Rocket? And then once this movie starts, you're like, oh. And then Rocket gets hurt by Adam. And he's like, you can tell that he's having all these flashbacks because he's coming to a realization that it's his time to go. Right? That's why he's having all these flashbacks. And you get, like, if they just take all the flashback and make a movie out of that, I'm going to cry from the, the beginning to the end. Because... And yes, us men can cry. Guy, yes, I cried in this movie. I not gonna lie. Yeah. The first time, actually, when I first saw it, I was with my friend. I, I took I took him there for his birthday because mm-hmm. I know he loved Guardians, and I was like, okay, you could tell me to go see this. He had a car too, so that also worked him out in my favor. I was like, because I ain't about to drive all the way, I ain't about to get an Uber all the way out to Al- Alpharetta uh, to go see that movie. <laughs> but man. I was holding back so many tears because I was around him and I know mm-hmm. he was probably go go make fun of me for it. As my best friend, best friends always going to make fun of your ass for for something. So I know he was going to make fun of me for it. So I kept holding it back, especially when they got shot and killed. When Dude, all of them got shot and killed oh. and they were, I was like, and then when he, was in the in the he was about to cross over where he was uh-huh. about to he was like they don't want me here they don't want us here and I was like I was like no no <laughs> about to he was like she was like because she was like you could come yeah and he was freely about to just go uh-huh. he was about to like yep yeah, I'm gone like but you're not finished here and she was like why. <laughs> like they don't need me here. Oh. I don't want to be here. Oh, that was so sad. <laughs> have a purpose. Ah. Uh, and then, like, what made me actually like start tearing up is when the the scene when they the first rocket baby rocket met the first the three of them, and he they it all just sat there. Hurt that it hurt that hurt me. I'm gonna be real. That shit hit hard. I was like, damn. You know what's like, funny? Like for this movie, I mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm not a uh, I'm not too much of an animal person only because like I've only known animals to like come at me with some fighting words and I don't know why. I'll be like, yo, even since I was a kid, but yeah, like this movie definitely made me like it made me scared. Mm-hmm. And and worryful about how animals get treated, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, just come on now, like, and even Rocket statements in earlier movies, like, I didn't ask to be made, like, I didn't. Yes. Oh, like that, that all seems... just hit. It hits harder because once he said, "I w- I didn't ask to be made," in the original, the first first movie, or second movie, that was first movie, first movie. I didn't ask, like that. That's just that line. I didn't ask to be made. And then you watch this movie 
and then he says it hurt you like he was tortured like he was tortured i swear there's an r-rated version of james gunn actually showed that little scene that they were all looking at like uh-huh. when they were looking at nebula and nebula was like this is worse than what thanos did to me that i want to get to that too hold on hold on because that you can tell nebula has changed you know and that five-year gap with rocket she rocketed they that's brother and sister that's fully that is a sibling they love each other because when rocket went down the first time she's the she one like, get it off of him get that yeah. bed pack off of him because it's frying him it's hurting him. like she, she knew um that that was gonna be <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that that was like, gonna be bad for that's why I, I kind of go back to Peter as being the mascot because without the other two, <laughs> without the rest, he was kind of lost. Uh, he does have good plans, though. Um, he just became, to me, he became the background to these guys. Um, and that's not mm-hmm. a bad thing. He became like a side character. You know, and that's that, why that's he left. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, I think the ending all makes sense. Well, for everyone's ending, all made sense. Because of this movie. Um, even when I was like, he said it hurts. And then uh, Lila, Lila, Lila? Yeah, Lila. Lila, when she like licked the, uh, the towel just to, just to dab his blood off his face, I was like, God damn. And then you got the multiple scenes of this dumb hanging out. That's the, what I like. I love a movie. Like, like James Gunn is really good at this to slow the movie down just to have a moment. And when they were just playing tag in the cages, it was like they're building up a family right there. Like you see through the bond. And then he just laid on the ground and was like, what's your name? Lila. He's like, I'm teeth because I got big teeth. And you're like, oh, you big dummy. It's like, oh. <laughs> and then floor. I like, see Howard got that chick. Oh, yeah. Oh, you funny. Oh, you funny. I was about to say the same thing. You know, it's all right. All right, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you got a floor floor on the ground. It was like... (laughs) She was like, I'm on floor, so my name's Floor. (laughs) The whole time, though, my back of my head, I was like, they're gonna fucking die. <laughs> no. The whole time I was like, they're gonna fucking die. Like, no. It's the way they do. I mean, either they're gonna die or they're gonna come back in the most grotesque moment where Rock and gonna have to do something to them. And I was like, I thought, I, I thought that it. one of the 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 later machine pig thing, mm-hmm. oh, Bebop and Rocksteady. That's what I call yeah, it. Yeah, Bebop and Rocksteady. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> From the Mer- mutant, tur- the the TA mutant ninja turtles uh-huh. new live action movie, the out of the shadows. That's what they look like. But nah, they um, I I heard the pig talk, mm-hmm. and I was like, that sounded like one of them. Did he <laughs> did he repurpose them into some grotesque monsters? That's why I th- I really thought I he thought that he grotesque was... monsters, and <laughs> Rock is like, gonna have to put not. them down. Because they're I so beat that, up. Yeah, I thought he was going to go there. I was like, nah, James is going to go there. I was like, okay. 
you kept them <laughs> like you you kept them at least dead like because that would have been worse uh-huh. if rocket had to do some i don't know I, mean, I really thought once they died or even before they died i was like something happened to them and what's going to happen in my head it was like what's going to happen is rocket is going to go on high evolutionary Everybody's gonna have some bodyguards, and the bodyguards are gonna be the three of them, and they're gonna be mine's gonna be warped, wiped out. Rocket's gonna fight them, and then they're gonna all three gonna say it together. It hurts. That's what I thought. That's what my brain went to. I was like, if that happens, I'm a I'm gonna need tissues. <laughs> it's gonna sound like a I'm gonna be a grown ass man crying because if <laughs> they come back as grotesque and then all look at Rocket and say it hurts. And Rocket has to put him down. You're like, that will break anyone. I'm glad Jane's gonna done that because I was like, you would have had the whole everyone in the film just crying. Um, uh, my my mom also the the second time I watched, I went to go see mm-hmm. it with my mom. And this is not for no <laughs> no kids should see it. No, <laughs> they, should they shouldn't. Also, there's an f bomb. Just the first some, bomb. Let's get some uh, humor in here, because, <laughs> uh, but in conclusion of mm-hmm. uh, a rocket story, like just yeah, amazing, uh, amazingly, and it's amazingly depressing. But I feel like uh, we needed that. I feel like did. we needed it. it. It was just yeah, it was that good. Uh, so let's talk about the ending, because that's another big moment. Um, there's a scene, and I saw it in uh, someone's talking about Easter eggs in the first movie when all the guardians were all talking about coming together to fight Ronan. Rocky was sitting down, and they all were standing up, and he was the last one to stand up, like, All right, let's do it. In the final scene, when it all were circled up, Rocky was the first one to stand and talk to them, and that was just good, like. Like a uh, end point of like, this is Rocket is now like this is my family. Like, I when we all together, you know, we should all stand and talk to each other. Like, he knew it, and I was like, damn, this is the end of the Guardians Galaxy. Like, <laughs> like at that point, I was like, damn, this is the end. And they all were talking about leaving. Uh, and they all like, they all found their purposes throughout yeah. this movie. Like even you kind of saw it sprinkled into the Christmas special, mm-hmm. just a little bit. But this movie, throughout the whole entire time, you see them realizing their purposes, or maybe needing to get away from the from being a a guardian, yeah, to realize their purpose. And you see that with I was surprised with Mantis, mm-hmm. um, that she was. Like, I want to, but I think with this last mission, everybody felt that they risked their lives. They were, they had their lives on the line, each and every one of them. And, or Drax the whole time, for real. <laughs> uh, but, but you got to see, you got to see them grow, mm-hmm. but also realize, hey, maybe I need to do this before some other universe, galaxy threatening thing happens, you mm-hmm. know? So I, I liked, I liked each and every one of their Nebula going to be like the mayor, head person of yeah. nowhere, 
uh, turn into a home that she can actually be proud to live in, all that stuff mm-hmm. like that, have it be better for everybody. Mantis went to go see where these to try to guide the, uh, those three creatures. I forgot their name, like the name of the species. Yeah, I don't. I think she went to go. She she went to go guide them. I think they're pretty pretty much going to follow her. But her whole thing was, uh, I thought it was just to find herself because she haven't been able to. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's what. It was. And um, what else? I think I was trying to get to everybody before I get to Starla. Yeah, Gamora just went back to the Ravages. But, but she was happy. You see yeah. that smile on her face. Yeah, she yeah. she actually was like legit not like and the Ravagers aren't even bad now. No. You know, like they're not. So not, and they're the United Ravagers. So mm-hmm. it's like they all they were factions, but now they're all together because of Yondu back in Guardians 2 at the end of that. Mm-hmm. So um, but yeah, Gamora's happy. I think yeah, Star no Drax. Uh Drax is daddy now. Yeah, he's gonna be the town uh dad. Yeah. And so all them kids gonna gonna need somebody uh stupid to look at. Uh, <laughs> but he's silly. He's silly and he's, he's so silly. Been pl- he's been playing that for since the second one. So that's good that they found a way to kinda mm-hmm. have his character kinda go at least that's that's like lasting thing. Got Star Lord. Even Drax, let's go back Drax real quick. Um, yeah. His story is another great story to the end. Um, because he, I think he's all, like, everyone was worried about Drax because he's not like the comic book where he's ruthless. Like, dude, all he cared about was killing Thanos. Um, But James Gunn, snuck a lot of stuff in the first movie where Drax is actually not the destroyer that we all know. He's like, he's not. Because he snuck in that they said like, oh, uh, did Ronan kill your family? He said, no, Thanos did. But he also like said it as like in a weirdly Drax way to say it. Yeah, And you knew like the way Drax acted that he is not the destroyer we all know and love from the comic books. Like he's not. Like this variant of Drax is a dad. He's been a dad since day one. Like, yeah, he can fight to protect. Right? Because he always he always protecting his friends. Um, even though he is he is stupid. <laughs> the boy is stupid. <laughs> but he's their idiot, you know, and he's like, um, even a big argument between uh, Nebula, uh, Mantis, and Drax, where Nebula was kind of coming at Mantis, and then Mantis like snapped. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> that was some sibling stuff. That was siblings is finally snapping, and then Drax was like, "I'm an idiot," and then she made Drax forget because she knows, like Mantis knows that Drax is not. You, Drax shouldn't be sad. Like he he's not a sad person. You need his goofy ass doing things, and that's the only way it works. So she didn't want Drax to like realize that everyone is making fun of him because that would hurt. That would hurt him because she made him forget. Even though it's like sad that she made him forget, but it makes sense that she had to use her powers to make him forget that. 
Yeah. And then he danced at the end. And I thought that was so funny. Because he said there's, there's two types of people in this world. Ones that dance and ones that don't dance. And if you dance, you're an idiot. <laughs> and he's sitting there jamming with the kids. I was like, damn. He's like, oh, you can go talk about Star-Lord. Sorry, just that was my, that was a moment. You know, Star-Lord, the Scooby-Doo of the group. Um <laughs> He he had to uh, he had to go back, you know. I, I like what you said though about Drax. So mm-hmm. uh, still acknowledging that that was, yeah, that was just all. All that was good for him. I think that, that was nice. Then the way to kind of let, yeah, um, and Peter, we still had one unresolved issue. Yeah. And even Mantis brought it up so early in the movie, you know, uh, after Rocket gets, you know, put into intensive care and she's like, how come you never went back to Earth for your grandpa? Like, what? My grandpa? That's probably like 90 years, 90 some years old by now. Mm-hmm. Like, and she was like, yeah, so you should probably go see it. Well, Earthlings die when they're 50. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if that were at 50, then what's the point? I know, right? <laughs> like, <it's> like <laughs> I love Drax in that scene too, because Drax looks over. Wait, yeah, because he was, because then she was like, oh yeah, well, how old are you? I'm not 50. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> Drax is like, <laughs> yes, he is. I was like, God damn it, Drax. But man, like, that was literally the last, uh, that was probably a good thing they mentioned that because that was like the only thing that really kept him from uh it really kept him from evolving yeah the character because he got to say he had to say goodbye to his mama but barely too they mm-hmm. his dad was a jerk had to kill him his actual dad and then Yandu dead you know it's like Die protecting them is like Gamora, the love of his life. Die. A lot of things he's lost. He's been losing too much. And, you know, at least having his grandfather be the, he was like, well, I, I got to go see my grandfather. I got to mm-hmm. finally kind of, you know, because that would make sense that I go to him and, you know, he probably think I'm dead, you know, like. And after dealing with almost dying in space, like he did in the first one, yeah. Because uh, I'll another uh, little nitpick I want to say: this man is allergic to his helmet now because he does not want to use that crap. He does not want to use that shit. I don't know why, but he was like, "I don't want the helmet in this one." James and James was like, "Okay." <laughs> like <laughs> I saw someone making a theory about that, saying that he forgot it. No. Um, not that whole time. Not that whole time. Or Sorry. someone also said that they're not toys. So the reason why they don't have masks and wear their helmets all the time is because it will make it seem like they're doing it just for toys. So that's why he didn't have. That's why James gonna take his mask away. Most of the time, thing. I think that'd be because the actor don't be wanting to to hide the face. Yeah, because the acting's all in your face. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I I'll give him the James fifty percent James Gunn and fifty percent mm-hmm. Chris Pratt being like, I want them to see my face. 
but you look stupid being out there in the cold dead of, of space without mm-hmm. your helmet. So I just want you to know that. That was kind of dumb. Uh, that was kind of a dumb scene. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not saying you, but I'm saying like, oh yeah, no, 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 it was a dumb scene. Good. Yeah, I was like, come on now, it's another fake out. So I'm like, you're out there, you might as well commit right. No, okay, that wasn't like, even a good fake out to be honest. I think all the other ones were that was the worst one. That was like was the, the worst one, one. <laughs> because you know that he needs. Like he went back. If he was just stuck somewhere and then he tried to get out or did something to get out. He went, okay, that's a good fake out. You knew that he turned around to get the Walkman just to give it to Rocket. And that's why he went back and grabbed it. And he did all this stuff because he Star Lord is smart. Like he did grab the um the air pipe to yeah. like pump himself backwards, but he just didn't have enough because it propel uh, himself. But that was good too. Propulsion that, that yeah. put enough propulsion on. And, and I think the reason why he didn't die, die is because he still has that celestial power still in him. At least a little bit. Nah, because then Warlock came in like the freaking painting. Uh... No, he would have died. <laughs> he would have died because it's, it's instant. <laughs> when you're in space, it's, it's not instant. instant. It, it takes a good, <laughs> like, it takes a good. Because I've looked this up because somehow Batman survived the vacuum of space uh, for a long time. So, uh... <laughs> why you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why Go you? ahead. I, I didn't say nothing. Go ahead. Continue. Continue. <laughs> fucking Batman surviving in fucking space. That man did a face palm. If y'all see. I just had to. I had to do a face palm on that one because they always come in at Marvel. Fucking the normal human Batman survived in space. Because he has a lot of, you know, lung capacity and all that stuff, you know, so there's a lot there. But, anyways. Ba- we're not gonna discuss how metahuman Batman is. We're gonna mm-hmm. <laughs> always coming at Marvel. Got metahuman Batman surviving in space. All I gotta say is Batman crash landed from space and was perfectly fine. You're not. You're not in making a it better. Line. You just <laughs> in a recent storyline. <laughs> it's getting. It's getting worse. <laughs> he survived. I gotta show you a picture Impact from that. <laughs> yes, he survived Impact. Anyway, good, good. Go ahead. Go ahead. In his regular suit, like it wasn't even a space. <laughs> it wasn't even a space suit. It was a regular suit. I just want y'all to know that's listening to this. They come at my mar- my X Men all the time. They come at every time. They used to send me pictures of something of the X Men doing this or doing that. Look at Beast. He's making clones of Wolverine. <laughs> it all makes sense because these people are crazy and they have science. So Batman surviving. I just want y'all to know he said it here. Mutants Beast are is crazy. crazy. Beast Mutants is crazy. Are crazy. Is what is Beats. he? What is Beast? Beats. <laughs> what is he? A mutant. All right, then let's move on. Batman is. Cra- That's why he. Cra- no, Batman is not. the craziest person in the whole DC universe. How so? He runs around in a bat suit. That's not crazy. With little kids in that universe, that's not crazy. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker still survived from falling. He went into outer space. I should say you normal scan for that. I must say you the scan for that. That I was like, you really <laughs> for real? <laughs> He's not dying on impact. No, Superman can't even save him right now. Too like nobody's there to save him. 
He crash landed. He crash landed. He said, my suit is airtight. There is no, because I wanted, I was like, what? (laughs) That still don't make, but I will still survive negative 400 degrees. I won't survive here. He had like an oxygen mask on, but the oxygen was running out. So he had to replenish. And (laughs) once he replenished, then he fell to earth, right? And then he put up the bat. He was like, I'm going to glide back. I've had to, I've entered the atmosphere. I'm gonna glide with my bat wing back into the air. <laughs> and he crash landed. You he know was burning up. He was burning up though, at least. You know what really saved him? What? Martian Manhunter. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you know. Martian Manhunter saved Batman in the arc. I'm just I'm just letting you know he was incapacitated at the time as well. So we can't even he was he was captured with the rest of the justice at that point in time. Isn't he always captured? It's all right. Anyway, he anyway. Said, oh. Dan's in distress. Dan's <laughs> in distress who plays hot and go seek on a daily. Batman said, I can save myself. Crash lands to Earth, no problem. Just does. <laughs> Marshall Man has freaking pe- pre- Princess Preach. Princess Peach of the DC Universe. <laughs> I said it, Albert. I hope you hear this. Peaches, 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 peaches. Martian, 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 Martian. I can't buy you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to end this episode. Yeah, facts. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, the soundtrack was good. Was I, great, yeah. I, I, I love one. Mm-hmm. I'll always love volume one, but volume three is number two. Mm-hmm. I think if they didn't keep replaying the Brandy song in Guardians 2, that one would have been, like, up there. But, that's one but That's yeah. one thing at some point. I want to... I love the mindset of James Gunn and his sound designs. Um, oh, yeah. That's his sound design. Another story. Another, another podcast. But, yeah. Yeah, but overall, man, yeah. 9 out of 10. Uh, we talk, already talked about the... Mm-hmm. We already talked about the their endings and oh and they yeah uh yeah the post credit scenes was great yeah that was nice to to see uh post credit scenes it was just the next generation of guardians mm-hmm. and rocket being the captain and all of them like hey look you're the captain you're you you can do this mm-hmm. and Group got another upgrade as a uh a, a li- uh as an organism. Like he looked badass. He's huge. Yeah, he is way <laughs> like he is he's great. He looked great in that shot when they're all running at him. Oh, and Adam Warlock mm-hmm. also added to the roster. That's good. You know, he was funny the whole movie. I was just like, if y'all could try to at least treat him serious in the next I think so. I think if we get another guardian. Because we, they do, the two team has a lot of new people that are, like, big in com- in the comic books. Like, the girl is one of the Captain Marvels, so she probably will be in a Marvel, Captain Marvel movie at some point. Okay. Yeah. She takes the mantle later, too. Well, yeah. Like, that, I think, and Craglin finally... Shooting an arrow correctly, I was like, mm-hmm. "Dang, that took some some time." Because I was like, "Guardians 2, I thought he would have learned it and perfected it by now, but they were like, "Nah, he ain't." He disappears. He's a good pilot. Years. Like yeah. he's a good, but he's a really good pilot. 
Mm-hmm. There was that. I mean, but he wasn't featured in the Avengers Infinity War. I was like, damn. <laughs> we just got him in Guardians. <laughs> nah. What are you going to talk he, about? The history home. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he kind of uh, was there. He was. He did play Rocket. And he's always a, a motion cat for Rocket. Yeah, but I'm talking about, like, just the Craglin character. Y'all kind of have him anyway. So it was nice yeah. to kind of see him not be benched. Even though he was technically benched. Mm-hmm. for most of the movie but at least hopefully in the next wave of guardians if they still want to continue it um they'll have him you know they're gonna have him yeah that. so yeah but overall good post credit very good post credit scene then the very end mm-hmm. we see peter with his uh grandpa and he had a little funny moment there with he was like, "Are you sure, you know, that boy won't be intimidated by seeing a forty-five-year-old man cut grass? Because I feel like he should be doing it." <laughs> yeah, he said, "Don't get me started." <laughs> Grandfather was like, "Don't get me started." And you see on the see on the paper, if you mm-hmm. notice the Easter egg, you see on the paper the article. It reads, "Kevin Bacon getting kidnapped." <laughs> By his story, he told oh, the story. That was hilarious. So yeah, and then it says legendary Star Lord will return. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, and yeah. So overall, movie's great. Yeah, like I would see it again if I had to. Like it, it was really good. It's a good way to start off the summer. What's your final thoughts on? It? Final thoughts? I definitely. I still get an eight. 8.8 out of 10 because it was there were some parts that got kind of slow um, and some of the jokes didn't land but I, I thought it was a pretty decent movie um, it wasn't a strong okay it was god damn that movie sad as shit <laughs> it's sad and funny like I just again James Gunn knows how to like you sitting there crying trying to wipe your tears away and then someone says something stupid in the next scene, like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Gotta be sad, God damn it. He said, you can't have time to be sad. I'm sorry, I put that in the movie. Here's a joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, what he was. It was like, sorry for putting the sadness in the movie. Here's a joke. Like, I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> like jumping head first into an exploding planet. What a novel idea. <laughs> Remember, I evolutionary said that. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Oh, and uh, I just want to close off with, you know, this is my uh, close off with this. Final thoughts for me. Just, it was great. My favorite part was the F-bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Open the fucking door. <laughs> Nebula was like, okay, I'm trying to put, no, you're, no, you're supposed to push the button and then open it. Okay, I'm pushing the button. It's not working. That's the keyhole, I think, you're pushing. No, <laughs> push the other one. Okay, I pushed it. Now what? Get in the fucking car. Get in <laughs> like, the fucking car. <laughs> 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 no, he's to open the fucking door or get in the fucking car. I don't even know. It was so funny. <laughs> it was so well-timed. Like, get in the fucking car. Like, he was so done. Like, they shot that. They were shooting for 15 hours and he was mm-hmm. just like, bro, get in the 
Get in the fucking car. <laughs> like, he was so done. That was some pent-up aggression somewhere. <laughs> Get in the fucking car. That was the Anna Ferris. No, he was like, like, he was married to Anna Ferris. <laughs> Beat his ass. <laughs> he had a relapse. <laughs> that was just too funny. That's how you know, if you didn't know this was like... They were a family or whatever like that. That's some family shit right there. Uh huh. That's so. <laughs> you want to yell at just simply stop being stupid. Get in the car. Go. <laughs> he was so done. Like that whole scene was like five minutes too long. Like he even knew. Like mother, <laughs> like get in the fucking car. And then even <laughs> even when he was starting to drive, she was like, "Uh, do you want me to drive? No, shut up!" Like. <laughs> You couldn't even open the door. Like, <laughs> see what's so funny. You can't even open the door. Listen, all right. <laughs> and then it could, he couldn't even get off the parking. <laughs> he really couldn't. He was all up in the grass. I was like, man, what I learned from this movie is I can drive. Cause mm-hmm. he <laughs> but man, yeah, that's yeah, that's uh, it was a it was a really good movie to me. Is a nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy the jokes, uh, the sadness. I love. I loved everything about the movie. I think it doesn't get a ten out of ten only because of the the little stuff that kind of got on my nerves, like yeah, uh, the fake outs and the uh, you know Star Lord not wearing his mask. It, it just that was just weird to me. I was like, why? You know, you didn't wear your mask. But you know, other than that, it was probably the best. MCU movies. Yeah. Cool. Like, they keep making stuff like this, and we can get somewhere. Like, we can yeah. Actually, we actually. We just need characters and growth. The Marvels is next. We just need a lot of growth from that. That's all we need. Can't wait for Secret Invasion. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm like. <laughs> Secret Invasion first. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Make someone good a scroll, goddamn it. That's all I want. If Jonathan Majors just, you know, gets his stuff together, we could get Loki season two. All right, well, that's, that's another topic. <laughs> <laughs> One day. <laughs> One day. All right, I got I to gotta go. But yeah. All right, y'all. Peace. Deuces. Express I'm still recording. I heard you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you mad because your big green alien. I mean, sorry, Albert. Big Batman green can beat the, sh- beat the shit out of X-Men. That's all I know. He could fall from the sky. <laughs> he could fall from space. All right, everyone. Out. We're done. Just- <laughs> this is it. This is it in the podcast altogether. We are done. The top four MFDs. Right in shit. All right, good night, everybody. Good night.